1: Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.
2: Long down, walking all around my door. You trying to tell me how to live my life. Just trying to make another show My lifestyle has a price well, If you hold my money Oh, dog You're gonna have to catch me twice Damn that ain't
1: Welcome to Backstory Song. I'm your host, Doug Burke, and today we have the pleasure of being with Phil Barker, the lead songwriter and mandolin player with the band Town Mountain. Phil, you guys are out of Asheville, North Carolina. Tell us how you guys got together and formed your band.
0: Sure, Doug. Thanks for having me, first of all. And yeah, so we all kind of met here in Asheville. You know, Asheville's become like a a hotbed for acoustic music, bluegrass and, and old time and we all moved here in the early two thousands, two thousand four, two thousand five. You know, there's a lot of clubs around town that have jams and and whatnot, and we all kind of met in that circle, just became friends first of all, and enjoyed playing the same kind of music, the same kind of bluegrass. And yeah, I joined with the band. Robert and Jesse had already established the band, and I kind of when their mandolin player left, I kind of stepped in around two thousand seven.
1: So you guys have six albums out: Heroes and Heretics, Steady Operator. Leaving the Bottle, Southern Crescent, New Freedom Blues. And we're going to talk today about some new singles you've been cutting during the quarantine, which I guess your longtime fans may not have heard yet. But the first song we want to talk to is one of your uh, most played Spotify songs. Um, So your fans clearly like it. The algorithm thinks it's a good song. And it's called Law Dog.
0: That's right. That's right. That's definitely become one of our most requested songs anywhere we go we have to play it every night people really respond to it and it's you know it's kind of a you know it's not that complicated of a song you know it addresses a pretty simple uh, relatable subject which is getting pulled over for a speeding ticket i guess the impetus for the song came while we were on tour and one of the few traffic stops that we've had over the years is kind of just trying to capture that feeling of what it is to see a policeman on the side of the road and it's not necessarily whether you're doing anything wrong or not. It's just the feeling it gives you. I kind of tied that in with a term, law dog, that I'd heard. Unknown Henson, who's a really great guitar player and singer, who has a few songs that mention the law dog. And I always thought that was a cool term. And you know, it just kind of came up when I was having one of my writing sessions and drew on that feeling and put in a little bit of a, some bluegrass acrobatics into it, which has kind of become the calling card of that tune now.
1: Do you remember where you were pulled over? Because I had I have been pulled over in North Carolina um, <laughs> with my brother in law speeding, and it does feel like North Carolina has a lot of speed traps. You know, you have those country roads where it goes from sixty five to thirty or twenty five through the town. And oh yeah, is that where this was <laughs> when you when you got pulled over?
0: I remember it. it was actually in Washington State. We were on our way to a, a buddy's house outside of Seattle, and. You know, we got pulled over and and out in Washington, I would say they're a little bit more lenient when it comes to certain things that you might or might not do on tour. And they let us go with some warnings, but it was a really bad feeling when we got the initial pullover. And yeah, it's just it's not like back east. It's a whole another level of uh, anxiety when you're driving around back east, especially up uh, Highway I-81 or 85. You know, those cops are out to get you for sure. And I think that's why people relate to the song.
1: So should I read a double entendre into the line? Seems every time I'm riding high, you're there to bring me down. Is that uh, what was going on in in the van in the in in the the band's van?
0: Who's to say?
1: Because it is legal in that state, right?
0: Exactly, it is. So there may or may not have been something along those lines. I'll leave that up to the listener's discretion. But thanks for noticing.
1: But do you think that's why your fans like this song so much? They're-
0: no, I really don't think. I think that line might blow by a lot of people. You might be the first person that's actually caught that. But most of them catch on to the, and you know, it's kind of a bluegrass tradition. The vocal acrobatics, I do this little falsetto thing. It's kind of the hook of the song. And it's just like people latch on to that initially and they, that catches them. And then they want to, it's got a good rhythm to it. So they latch on to that. They're like, oh, this is about getting pulled over. That happens to me all the time or whatever <laughs> so they can latch on to the message of it you know and that's a trend with a lot of bluegrass bill monroe's mule skinner blues or osborne brothers ruby that big vocal falsetto thing you know that's becomes a big hit for people and it can be tough to sing sometimes but i'm i'm honored to have people requested that's definitely feels good
1: yeah, well, you do start with that falsetto a cappella, right, on the song?
0: Yeah, that kind of sets it apart, and people kind of take notice of that, and it's definitely memorable, if nothing else.
1: If you think of bluegrass and sort of the hillbilly roots of it, there's a long history of the Screw the Man, of moonshine whiskey-making type of songs, right?
0: Absolutely. There
1: are not all a lot of songs saying, I love the police. <laughs> no
0: not at all. Yeah, just trying to encapsulate the spirit of that, you know. It's like Jimmy Martin had a lot of that spirit to what he did and he's a huge influence on me and it's a fierce like don't tread on me mentality or you know, I'm fierce independence and it's just kind of this like swagger that comes across in the music and the swing and the drive of the music. So, people can latch onto that for whatever reason.
1: So one of the things I like about your band is that you guys are taking this classical form with the fiddle, the mandolin, the banjo and bluegrass stylings, but you're infusing it with both modern lyrics. Like there was never a Carter family speeding ticket. I don't think, I don't know, maybe <laughs> it was in the 1930s. Right. You write about modern things and then you infuse your songs with other modern rock and other stylings and make it really contemporary, and uh, I like that about it, but like here's modern theme of speeding, and everybody loves to speed and-
0: yeah, sure that's that's definitely been our goal, you know, even in the genesis of bluegrass, it was just a collection of other influences, and so we're kind of just moving forward with that using the influences that maybe we grew up on more of rock radio and folk music and country music, and kind of trying to blend it all together into a sound that something that we want to listen to and you know that's a blend of things and so while we do use the traditional bluegrass instruments as our vehicle we try to take it to somewhere else
1: so another one of your highway songs is wild bird the wild bird on the highway it's really not a driving song but
0: of well, <laughs> it it, sure it is. yeah it is it is definitely in the vein you'll find that's a common theme with my, with my songwriting you know that's kind of what we do i know it gets old People say don't write about another road song, but that's the reality of being a touring musician is a lot of time doing that. And you kind of write about what you know. And and Wild Bird, I actually thought about the chorus when I was driving. You know, it's just you get drawn into the mundane things of an everyday highway drive and you notice a lot of birds. (laughs) The birds will be circling above and you just kind of wonder what they're doing. You know, running in circles, not really getting anywhere. And that kind of is used as an analogy for what we're doing sometimes in the band. You know, we cover a lot of ground, but maybe not in a lot of senses of the word. So, you know, Wild Bird was just trying to relate the feeling of trying to be a touring musician and the struggles that go along with that.
1: But it really is a song about a girl.
0: It definitely has a verse about a girl. You know, that's kind of the ongoing theme of... Being away from someone you care about or or just like dealing with trouble, you know, relationships on the road can be tricky for people. And so there's a verse about that. And then the last verse is talking about getting on stage and putting on the good show every night can be tough to do sometimes when you're not feeling it. And maybe a shot of whiskey will help you get there. Maybe it won't, but you try to do the best you can to put on a good show and a good face for people.
1: So do you think of it in those terms of the lyrics, puts the devil on my tongue, which I love, you know, you take a shot of whiskey, the burn of the whiskey from the well never seems to let me down, puts the devil on my tongue, puts a face on for the crowd. Yeah. What's the devil on your
0: tongue? Well, the devil on your tongue is when you might end up saying something you don't necessarily mean or, or might not otherwise say. It can have repercussions when you have a one too many whiskey shots. But, you know, that's just kind of like riding, trying to ride that line of getting into a good mood. And then maybe once it goes too far, it can have negative out <laughs> consequences to it. And then the face on for the crowd is, you know, trying to put on a maybe that shot of whiskey puts you in a jolly mood that comes across on stage, which just what people want to see which most of the time you're there anyway. You're playing music for a living, but there are nights when you're struggling to get through it and you kind of put on a face.
1: Yeah, no, I can imagine. It's, uh, it's not as glamorous day in, day out as a lot of people might think, I imagine, especially if you were chasing a gambling girl.
0: <laughs> well, I was, that was kind of leading into the next line, it was ace was all she'd ever thrown. It's kind of a girl that's never... Always been the one breaking up with people, never had her heart broken. She's always been on the good luck side of things. So the the gambling girl is just leading into that second line.
1: Just a girl who always had her way. Or yeah, she always had aces, and
0: she always had aces. Yeah,
1: never got deuces.
0: <laughs> yeah, every song that I have, or a lot of the songs that I have, will you know reference some sort of lost love, or you know talk about a girl in there, which is kind of just the reoccurring theme of. Songwriting in general, but it's a writer about relationships. And while I'm happily married at the moment, it's, I had my heart broken. And that's one kind of when I started writing songs to begin with, you know, it was when I had my heart broken for the first time, really. And it's kind of this sadness or this feeling that you can kind of tap into and you draw from it and you can relate to it and you try to express what, how it makes you feel. And that, There'll be one of those in a a lot of my songs. I'll still kind of reference that feeling because it kind of stays with you.
1: Yeah, this girl seems like trouble to me because she's got a soft smile and a cold heart. And that doesn't seem like a good combo. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Make you drink whiskey and put the devils on your tongue, I guess.
0: Yeah.